Welcome to Broke to Rich with KB, where we believe wealth is a mindset. B2R is a community space that promotes physical, financial, and mental wellness by highlighting personal experiences and offering educational tips to break cycles and habits that prevent you from being free to think, feel, and move as you want, being your authentic self. I'm KB, and let's get into it. If you want something you've never had, you must be willing to do something you've never done. Financial stability and freedom is the biggest thing I've never had that I've been chasing. Breaking that quote into two parts, I want to dive into it a little bit. The first part, in order to get something I've never had, as for me, that's financial stability and freedom. The second part of that quote, you must be willing to do something you've never done. This applies to past tense, present tense, and future tense for me specifically. And you'll understand here in a little bit why I say that. What I've never had, even after graduating college and starting into my career, getting real money, so to speak, is financial stability and freedom. I'll be transparent and brutally honest. My starting salary was $85,000 coming out of college, 22, 23, I don't remember. But I was still living paycheck to And not struggling to pay my bills paycheck to paycheck, but kind of maxing out exhausting out what I was bringing in each paycheck. Let's even put in context the $85,000 for me. I had no idea how much people really made. I did have a job in high school. What was clear to me was what I was making was not sufficient enough or would be sufficient enough for me to like survive on my own and live and kind of thrive. And that was just from what I saw, okay? Not sure again what people made. However, I had an eye-opening moment, my first internship where I worked for two months and I made more money in those two months than my mom made in a year at the time. I can't put into context just how startling that was for me or even eye-opener of like, oh man, you may not have known what you were doing as you're just kind of making these decisions, just going through high school, choosing to focus on what I could focus on going into the major that I did, it being on a whim, no full guidance, man, greatest thing might pay off. And there were moments in school where I definitely got discouraged and tired, just mentally tired of always going. But I kept focus on that. So that 85,000 was huge, but that's something we'll get into later. Because there's so much context with even that, not realizing negotiating power that I had and how compared to my other colleagues, the number itself. But again, we don't know what we don't know, a whole different other topic. Back to this matter at hand. So at the time, after college, my financial literacy only included budgeting and saving. Budgeting for what I needed, okay, the bills, necessities, groceries, into that, gas, and then for my enjoyment, the hobbies, what I like to do. And that's something that my maternal grandmother, she taught me that in high school. So that being my only financial literacy, I would go through a cycle of paying myself first, that being my savings account. If y'all don't, kind of evaluate your budget and see how much you can afford to pay yourself and definitely pay yourself first before you pay your bills. So I would pay myself first, build my savings account up, but then I'd end up overextending myself in my finances. My debt would start to build up and then result in to me going into my savings account. Uh, to try to get my balances and finances back under control, basically depleting or the sacrificing efforts that I was doing by paying myself. I was basically buying whatever I wanted. I suppose I was making up for my childhood 
for those times where we couldn't afford what I wanted. Now stay focused on wanted. I had the bare necessities. I had what I needed, but it was the wanted. Kind of some of the flashy stuff, material objects that I saw other people getting in what they had. It was all tangible objects that I was buying, y'all. Stuff I really didn't need. If I could do it over, I definitely would not have succumbed to the urge of just spending just because, because that is what it was. But I didn't know better and I didn't know what I didn't know. And part of that not knowing what I didn't know is just how important financial freedom would become for me. But it's okay. The point is, once we recognize these things, we have to change our behaviors and we have to change our actions. So it's all right. Don't beat yourself up. Back to the quote. So if I was at least saving doing that part of quotation marks, kind of willing to do something you've never done, what was I missing? I genuinely think I was missing the delaying of gratification during the sacrificial stages and being consistent in that. Reflecting on things now, I definitely could have been financially stable earlier. I could have been further along and closer to my financial freedom. Now, what is financial freedom? To me, financial freedom is being able to make expensive splurge purchases, whether tangible or intangible. What that looks like for me has changed, as I told you guys like before, right? It was those tangible objects. Now for me, it's more about trips, creating memories and experiences, being able to gift or invest four to five figures into a family member, into a friend, into a good cause without any hesitation or going into my savings account. Going into my savings account kind of defeats purpose a little bit. But I uh, I guess technically I could plan for it as now to try to help with some of those splurges. I do have a splurge account. So I guess I could intentionally, right, kind of plan for that. But it still would have kind of a timeline to it of when I would be able to do it versus freedom, meaning it can happen at any time. Now, reaching our goals, elevating in any aspect of our lives, whether that is mentally, physically or financially, it all requires us to be intentional. We got to have some sort of plan. We got to hold ourselves accountable. And we have to understand the consequences and the impact of not doing what we need to do and definitely when we need to do it. We get lost along the way, even once we get started. I've shared that with y'all, right? Like I was on a cycle, ever ending cycle. But the biggest thing I think is we have to acknowledge that we want better. We got to go after that. And we have to always have grace for ourselves because we aren't perfect. Know that it's never too late to elevate, to grow, to start. But do know this, everything comes with a price. Back to that quote, you can never gain something if you don't sacrifice something of equal value. Once you understand the impact and how much it's worth, you'll be willing to make those sacrifices. It doesn't have to be forever, but be willing to make those temporary sacrifices. I read a quote and I want to read this verbatim. When we can grasp that we can have anything we want, We do not have to know how to get it. We only have to know that we will get it. So I ask you, what will you choose today? What will you choose tomorrow? Or what will you choose next week to do that you've never done before, but you know you need to do it in order to get what you have never had? And with that, beautiful people, make sure to tap in on the socials or the blog. Join the conversation. Join the community. You need some inspiration You want to share your story. You want to learn some tricks to get things done, to get you started, get you moving. Make sure to tap in. Until next time, lifers. Thanks for listening. I hope you were able to take something away from this episode. If so, please share and let us know. Hell, if you have a story or tips to share, share that too. It takes a village. And with each of us doing our part, we can grow and reach a level of freedom unimaginable. See you next week.
podcast.